Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to episode number 121 of the Presence Podcast. If you listened yesterday, you know that yesterday was a breakthrough. A breakthrough in the sense that the evening was warm enough for me to sit out on my back patio for the first time this season. Actually, it was the second time this season. I just uh, forgot there for a second. Yes, I am speaking extemporaneously tonight. Uh, It is not super late, but it is late enough that I am not going to be able to sit and reflect and write and read. So instead, I speak to you off the cuff, from the gut, from the heart, as they say. Today, very well, maybe the last time I talk about the weather. Regular listeners will know that I made a promise that as soon as spring weather comes and seems to stabilize, meaning that we don't fall back into 40 degree temperatures again, or even 50 degree temperatures, these are highs I'm talking about, that I will assume that the weather has normalized, the weather is where it should be, and therefore I should focus on things besides the weather. Well, today, May 1st, May Day, the Feast of St. Joseph the Worker, International Workers' Day, however you want to call it, was spectacular. The weather was about as perfect as it gets in central Ohio. And, thanks be to God, I was able to schedule our first day in the garden for our Care for Creation Association. Now, you might think that was my God Presence moment for the day, and... Well, it really wasn't. It was a significant moment, and I will talk to you and share with you about it, but it wasn't the moment that I really felt God's presence. I did keep my eyes, my ears, and my soul open today and was struck at one moment when I felt the peace and the gratitude, which to me is the primary sign that I'm experiencing and recognizing God's presence. So, although I'm sitting back here in my basement and Sitting here is not as nice as sitting out on the back patio. Come on over, let's chat, and lend me your ears for a little while as I share with you my experience of God's presence today. As I mentioned, I was able to get with a group of students and go out to our garden for the very first time. We call this the Hawks Garden uh, because our mascot of our high school is the Hawks, and I've been out there before and I've mentioned it on the podcast and I'm sure I'll be out there again because once we get the seeds planted, which we're hoping to do next week, it then requires watering and tending and weeding and all of the different um, moments of time that have to be devoted to a garden. But I'm excited about it. I've never really grown a garden before. My wife and I have tried in our backyard of various houses we've lived in and just have not been successful. But this garden here at the school is is has been effective. It's been successful. I think this will be the second season, um, although it could be the third. Um, we're going to expand. We have two raised beds, and we're going to uh, build a third. And today was the day that myself and a number of students got out and began to turn the dirt and add some, um, not mulch, but add some... Um, Uh, peat and soil and get everything ready to go uh, when we get back out there. I think next week is when we're going to plant. And although it was a beautiful day, and I guess under many circumstances, it would have been that God presence moment for me. 
It, it really wasn't. And I, I think it was because I was so focused on making sure that the kids were doing the, the correct steps and I was talking to the kids and I was uh, doing some work myself, shoveling and moving dirt back, uh, you know, bags of soil and um, getting coffee grounds out of the K-cups. There's the K-cups again. We took them out of my classroom and took them right out to the garden and we were draining the coffee grounds out of the K-cups right into the soil and actually putting soil back into the K-cups taking them back to my classroom and I plan to plant uh, tomatoes, I think, and peppers in these K-cups to see if we can get some seedlings going right there in my classroom. So keeping my fingers crossed, hoping that there will be good news to report on that. But while I was out there in the garden, I, I just wasn't aware of God's presence. And it wasn't a negative thing that I was so focused on something else. I just didn't have one of those moments where I felt the gratitude. I felt the, the thankfulness. Um, I just didn't. I did, though, feel that earlier in the day. And it kind of surprised me because, again, it was in a situation where I have um, uh, felt God's presence before in my classroom during our mindful meditation time, which begins each class period. And I've shared on this podcast before that I've definitely had those moments in that situation. But today's surprised me a little bit. It was during my third period, and I've been noticing that my east-facing classroom has been getting brighter and brighter and brighter. And I think it has to do with the angle of the sun getting higher in the sky, and the time of day stays the same, so it's always roughly the same time of day that this class period meets, but the sun is just richer and warmer and brighter. And my classroom uh, when we meditate on clear days like today, it is just absolutely flooded with sunlight. And today that was, well, the experience. Well, this third period has been kind of interesting. Um, my periods mindfully meditate with uh, really nothing. I, I haven't done very much as far as guided meditation or meditating with music because my three classes have, have done, my, my, my four other classes besides third period have done quite well with just a simple, straight, mindful breath meditation. But my third period, um, I knew needed something else. And I've begun adding music to the meditation, which is good and which is fine, and which I would do with my other classes if I needed to, but I, I haven't felt that need yet. And we've been working our way through a group that I think I've mentioned before on the podcast. It's actually a solo act at this point called Sleeping at Last. And this uh, performer does um, has, has created um, albums, yes, but really musical works that are themed. And we worked our way with this class through the planets, and now we are working our way through the oceans. And yesterday was Pacific and today was Atlantic. And I was playing this for the students and I was standing in the back of the classroom and they were quite silent and the music was just so profoundly beautiful. I'm going to put a link to the video uh, onto the Facebook page and I, I highly recommend that you listen to this. It is spectacularly beautiful. And and I, I, I heard in this instrumental music a story, and the story is of the journey of the Atlantic. And it starts with strings, and the strings are 
uh, classical and um, the viola and violin and cello and and the old world. And then there is kind of an interlude in between and the banjo starts and other stringed instruments, maybe a mandolin as well. And I took that as the journey, the immigrant's journey, if you will, from the old world to the new world. And the Atlantic is the means of that. And um, I have no idea if the author thought of that, uh, the composer thought of that, but that's what I heard today. And as I stood there listening and being present, that's when I felt God's presence and just felt that that was a beautiful, graceful, grace-filled moment right there in my classroom. And it surprised me and it made the headline for this day. And for that, I'm grateful. So in conclusion, what music, instrumental music, tells a story for you? Now, this has to be a song without words. It can be a classical piece. It can be a modern piece. But what unlyriced, if you will, wordless instrumental piece tells a story for you? And what is that story? And how do you experience God's presence in that piece of music and the story that it tells? Thanks for listening. Blessings and peace.